What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Keanu Banks, back in the building all the way international in these streets from Greece. And I got two special superstar guests with me. Uh, I call them Double Trouble. I just made it up <laughs> right now. But they are here. We're in Greece. We just hiked and did some yoga, and it's like day five. I don't think. Who knows what day. We don't even know what day it is because it's so <laughs> great over here. However, I'm going to introduce you to... My business partner, I was going to say partner in crime, but we don't commit crime. So <laughs> partner in greatness, uh, Yogi Extraordinaire, apparently has her own jewelry jewelry line. You know what it is, what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. And then the number one pharmaceutical, uh, what's it, tech? Mm. Oh, pharmacist. <laughs> the number one pharmacist in the world and one of the toughest girls ever in the workout class you'll ever meet. Yep. So... <laughs> Yogi extraordinaire, Miss Irene, is in the building. This is we're in her hometown, by the way. So we came all the way to Ithaca, Greece, and this is where she was raised. Uh, and we'll get into all of that. Nonetheless, say hi. Hi, my name is Irene. Uh-huh. And uh this is where um my ancestry goes back like about four generations on this island. How long is four generations? I I mean, we know back, I know back to my great, great grandpa. So how many years, if you could put it in years? Oh, mm, early 1800s. Okay, so y'all let that marinate. (laughs) We're going to stop right there and let that marinate. We'll get back to that. Young Peasy, I'll call her Young Peasy. Her name's Priscilla, (laughs) but say hi and introduce yourself to the people. Hello, everyone. I'm Priscilla. I'm a pharmacist and I... I've been going to True Fusion for almost a year and a half, I feel like. You're an OG then. <laughs> Is that where you met each other? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're here. Um, so back to Irene. We're going to get back to, to the basics because we've been here for five days. I've probably been here for six, seven. I think you. I think we were in Athens for a while. So I, I believe this is like our fourth day. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, only so, came a day before them. But this started off as a as an idea, as a conversation in passing. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, that'd be cool if <laughs> I looked at you one day. I'm like, that'd be cool if we did like a wellness because I do yoga retreats and I love Kenyatta's arsenal. And I thought, what a cool yin yang concept of having um, a combo retreat and we laughed about it and then after my yoga class one day I'm like hey you want to come over and talk about doing this for real and then we did it and here we are (laughs) across the globe and then uh, because I had written down on a notebook of mine if I had it here I would show you guys in 2015, I wrote down that I wanted to do Arsenal retreats. Ooh. And I didn't have locations as far as like, this is where. I just knew that I see yoga retreats all the time. And I'm not saying there's not fitness retreats, but I don't see them. And then mm-hmm. I definitely don't see the collaboration of the two. Mm-hmm. So I saw Irene had a, a, a retreat here last year. And then when she came back, I said, I want to go to Greece. And oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, I want to go to Greece. And that's how it started. And here we are. So things you manifest to the universe happen. Yeah. And it's real. Manifestation is real. And Perfect so we're form. here. Yeah. You like it. So we'll talk to young Priscilla. I call her young Peasy. 
Uh, one of the hardest working women I know has been faithfully going to the gym and, and, and working hard. Um, and I talk a lot about like what drives people, like why are they working out past the physical? So for you, let's talk about that and say, well, like, why did you join True Fusion? What happened? Like, kind of give us a background. And then why do you go so hard and why are you so committed? Um, I think for me, it was mostly being able to push beyond the boundaries of what I think I can do. And going to Kenyatta's class, it was something that he was so motivational and just pushed me so far that I thought I would, by myself, I would go, you know, to the point where I get tired and then I'd stop. But with you, it was like, okay, I need to be mentally in my zone and go further and just not think about it and keep breathing. And that helped me to go even further. And I realized what my body could do when I didn't listen to my mental chatter. <laughs> so, Amen. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect and I just didn't find that anywhere else. Um, and I love the culture at True Fusion. It was literally like an AA meeting <laughs> mm-hmm. with everyone who works out. Um, everyone is so supportive of each other. It's like a family. And I, I love the culture mostly. Where did you work out before True Fusion? I've worked out at a lot of places. I've worked at um, classes at 24 hour mm-hmm. and I did Fit Republic. Although I never took Kenyatta's class. Yeah, we just had this moment while in Greece. She said, I used to go to Larry's boxing class all the time. Oh, my God. And I sat back and I looked and I was like, oh, you did. Because I remember seeing her. Once she said it, I was like, wait a minute. And that was like, what, three, four years ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you did. Because she's just come bopping in there ready to go. Yeah. And I remember that. Aww. That's when I was like really into boxing and oh. I loved it. And I would see Kenyatta's class before. I was a little scared, intimidated at first. Mm-hmm. But I think once you put your mind to it and go the first time, you realize how much more you can do when you actually just try it and not let your mind scare you into not, to, oh, oh, it's Arsenal. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. Sort of thing. I love it. But yeah, so we, we got history beyond. <laughs> <laughs> and Irene, because you were at Fit Republic too. Yeah. So yeah, we that's go, when we go I met back. you. Yeah, we go like, back. I'm going to check years. out this guy Kenyatta's class before my <laughs> class. Because I was right after you, right next door to the studio. And the first time I took your class, I'm like, this guy's the bomb. <laughs> I love him. I also died. <laughs> I love dying. I love, I love getting pushed. I try to tell them I specialize in near-death experiences. I make sure you go to the light and then whoever yeah. and whatever you believe in tells you to come back. Plus for me, like, oh, sorry, I interrupted No, you're good. We're having a convo. Because when family. I, you know, teaching yoga is a lot of giving. It's a lot of, like, putting out. Mm-hmm. So for me to be able to come to your class, I, I get to receive for me. So it's such a, it's such a good balance. And it's really important. Because you give me the re-energy to like give out. So it's like a constant cycle of life. What you give to me, I give to people mm. energetically. Yeah. That's I receive energy from you is. and then yeah. I give it out to others and it's 
the energy that's, is infectious. I think totally. that's what gives me a boost in my workout too. Yes. Very important. So speaking of energy, because that's power, I'm trying to digest what you guys just said, but <laughs> on the flip side, because I've started implementing more yoga in my life, but I do understand what you guys are saying because I need that too. That's why I shout out to my boy, Larry. That's why I love Larry because he gives me that. And I normally don't get that. No offense to other instructors. I don't get that from them. You know what I mean? It takes a special person to do that. Yep. But on the flip side, the yoga is where I go in. And in the beginning, I felt like, oh my God, I'm dying. When is this over? My mind's like, right? And now I love like yin yoga. And we've been doing yoga here in Greece like what, twice now? Yeah. So part of this is to show people that you can have two entities exist in the same capacity and it not be. A competition thing yeah so how do you deal with is there competition in yoga and then how like how do you deal with that with other teachers you mean? other teachers with maybe students um i mean i i'm sure there is but i don't even between yoga teachers it like crosses our minds. Oh, wow. That guy had, you know, 20 people in his class and I only had five, but I don't even get into my head about that. Like mm -hmm. I let, if I have five people in my class or 30 people in my class, I give the same amount of energy out and it doesn't, it does not even like an, a story. It's not even an issue. Mm -hmm. As far as students going, I think that's what yoga teaches us. So people who have been practicing a long time, they're not even like looking around to the next person or beyond themselves maybe new students do but it's such a personal practice that it's everything but competitive mm -hmm. it's the opposite of competition and that's a really beautiful thing about yeah. it well that's why i say you versus you right so it's <laughs> it's, it's yeah. the competition is in between your two ears yeah. and that's and that's it yeah. right and a lot of people do not understand how powerful yes that is because they're so worried outwardly about this exactly. person that person the third that person can do a headstand and i can't right. yeah can't touch my toes yeah I, you, that guy touches, I can't so never judging others or judging yourself and mm -hmm. doing you know doing your body will tell you when it's ready yeah. to touch your toes and it'll get there and if it never does that's cool too so go ahead. I think the comparison aspect is the biggest thief of your piece in both classes. Mm -hmm. When you when you're looking around, I think that's why I like to focus on myself and not look around because when I look around, then I'm comparing myself and what she can do and what I can't do. Yeah. And if you just like listen and focus on yourself and figure out what your body can do. It, it helps so much more with furthering your progression. Absolutely. Oh, oh hey. I'm not going to interrupt. It's all good. You Can I borrow your toggles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I left the thing outside the door. Yes, we just you got, got it. it. Okay. Got it. Cool. You. Yeah. Podcast? Yeah, you're on it. They can hear you. <laughs> Shout out to Jay. She's like, what? Well, <laughs> One of the dope people that came to the retreat, and uh, they're about to go to the beach. So that's what y'all just got. This commercial break is brought to you by <laughs> Beaches in Greece. Um, and Jay. So, so Priscilla, 
I don't know if you, if you mind. Maybe you do. If you if you do, it's fine. If you don't, beautiful. So the mindset and the focus on you and that you are already working out. But is that your history? Like, oh, I've been active my whole life. Like, what got you into fitness? Let's say, and then and what is what drives you? Um, as we'll say in, in the fitness world or in any world, we say like, what is your why? Like, what makes you? go and keep going because a lot of people will say oh i'm gonna start working out and they work out and then they stop and but i can vouch for you and say listen this is one of the most consistent people i've ever seen in my life and so what is the driving force behind your commitment your dedication i definitely didn't always start out this way um for me i grew up as a tomboy so I played a lot of sports and that kept me active. Um, but I think as you grow up, you kind of have to be more purposeful in finding ways to keep that activity level in order. For me, it was like a health thing, especially since I'm in the medical field. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, what comes with certain levels of activity, sedentary life. Like I didn't want that for myself. Mm-hmm. So being more purposeful and finding workouts because I didn't have sports to fall back on anymore um, growing up. There weren't a lot of, a lot, as much opportunity. So um, that's where working out came in. I think probably when I started going to college or um, pharmacy school even, um, being a healthcare professional, you definitely have to find time to go work out and I think it's amazing when you can find like a culture to um, make you more consistent because on my own I think I can only be so consistent and I realized that I need people to help motivate me too and that's what I found at True Fusion and um, but yeah I don't know <laughs> that is good I just wanted to know. so we were talking about like, backstories like Irene, what is your backstory? It's like why, why a yogi? Why fitness? How did you get into this? And, and what is like, what is your driving force? What is your why? Because because a lot of times, me and my circle of people talk about like this is my why. This is what drives me. This is what pushes me to keep doing what I'm doing. Versus saying like, okay, I'm this age and oh, okay. I'm done. You mean why you do it personally yourself, or why do you teach it? What is your what is the backstory? Like how'd you even get start? Like you just wake up and say I'm a yogi for No, you know? oh yoga. No. So I I was I had I was 18 and I had high cholesterol. I was eating like fast food and just so unhealthy. And I woke up one day, I'm like, I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. So I decided to join World's Gym in Burlingame, California. And uh, I took a step class. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I hired a personal training, a personal trainer, Kenny, who just changed my whole life. Like my whole route went to, I went, I dove so hardcore into fitness and working out. I became a vegetarian. I didn't eat meat at all. My cholesterol went way down. From there, I was uh, studying fashion merchandising and I changed my whole career path to kinesiology. I graduated uh, from with a bachelor degree in that exercise science exercise nutrition was my focus of kinesiology which is the study of body and movement in case anyone doesn't know what that means <laughs> and then um, I dove into personal training I like uh, I managed a gym and then I got married moved to Arizona and um, 
taught at the Q Club personal training for for a couple years. Then I went independent contractor, and I I grew a pretty big successful uh, personal training business. And then I had a baby, and I didn't want to work the personal training hours of the. If you know those, it's early morning, late night. <laughs> so I started teaching um, group fitness too, a little bit then spinning. I quit the fitness industry. I did the jewelry. Started practicing yoga like 20 years ago at One Yoga. And when I came back from China, I'm trying to make this fast so you guys don't get bored. <laughs> when I moved back from China, I'm like, I want to get yoga certified. I took Anton's class and Jen Chirelli's class. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And I kind of dot, moved away from the jewelry and dove, got fully into teaching um, yoga classes as a full-time teacher for the last three years. And uh, what drives me every day is just sharing the love and the light of yoga and um, how it can really feed your soul and and cleanse you and um, and help you release all your shit, you know, from your whole life slowly and um, just pull in only positive and leave the negative. And to me, that's why I get up every morning at 4.30 and teach sometimes 5.30 a.m. Up before Jesus. Y'all heard that? <laughs> Woo! Let me take a breather. That was a long <laughs> run. That's good, though. She grabbed the water, some, some Grecian <laughs> water over here. I don't know how to say it, but it starts with a Z Z-topia. I don't know. <laughs> Zahori. Zahori in these streets. <laughs> um, no, but that's good. So, and the reason I ask because I, I, I usually do this alone and I don't have guests. I'm mm. working on that part, right? But I think that people think it's so outwardly. Mm. It's about how Priscilla looks on the outside, and that's all that matters. If you see her, you'll be like, oh, she don't have to work that hard. She's fine. Yeah. You see Irene and say, oh, you can do it. You're fine. Where the battle is internal mm -hmm. and the more people can understand that, then their practice is better. Their workouts are better. They feel better. Right. But even in the yogi world, because there's this stigma, at least I believe that yogis have it all figured out mm. and they're perfect and they never right, get. Right, right. So like I was, around, I'll keep names Which out. Could be intimidating. Yeah. But the first time I was around a yogi that like flashed on someone like, like road rage, and I was like, you're not, you're not supposed it. to do that. <laughs> yeah. Do you, does that, is that real life or no? Like, is that a thing? I, I see what you're saying. Um, like practice what you preach. I know sometimes I feel guilty about that because I, I teach certain, maybe I'll teach a lesson on like patience or, and then I do it myself. But, but the, the difference is, is that I catch myself like one second later. Mm. And instead of continuing to tell that guy to F off and like hold on my window and be like, so I might react and then right away I, I catch myself and I'm like, no, I'm not going to react. I close my eyes. I take a deep breath and I let it go. So that's, that's the difference when you learn how to stop the reactiveness of the cheetah of the monkey mind, you're, you're already doing yoga. Mm. Yeah, I had a, a, a yoga instructor say, if you're breathing, you're, you're doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I always kept that. I was like, yo, that's real good because I think we I get caught up Debbie in so much. That? That like um, thing. I don't know if it was Debbie or Dana, but it was one of them. I think okay. Dana said Dana it. Dana said it, yeah. Um, and Priscilla, you don't, 
we're type A. Oh yeah. Like we Very. go like Arsenal head basketball, synchronized swimming. <laughs> she I, jumps I, out of planes. She jumps out of planes. <laughs> she snowboards. Any yeah. sport I can get into or activity, I love it. How do you? So on the flip side, because yoga is not a love. No. So how have you transitioned into that, or are you just starting? Or I am definitely a beginner, <laughs> yogi. Um, but I I love with your class. It's pushing past the chatter, but with yoga, it's accepting the chatter and mm. letting it go too. Mm. And that's what I've learned through yoga. You have a favorite mm-hmm. style of yoga? Like me, I'm yin because it's just like, oh yeah, we're not moving. We're just yeah. sitting and holding. And I'm dealing mm-hmm. with not just my mental chatter, but the physical of like, yeah. oh, I'm really tight right here. Yeah. So when, like, when we too. flow, I'll be like, oh, I'm tight. And then it's over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, I got to stay in this for like some time. Mm-hmm. You like At least I feel and- loose. Yeah, I feel yeah. more loose than that. So. I don't know if you like yin, you got a favorite, like flow. I I do that too because I'm so active. I don't take time for myself as much as I should, especially with yoga and stretching out and feeling my body and how uh, tense it is. And when I do yoga, you kind of get more in tune with your body and realize what hurts and what's what feels good. Mm-hmm. So that that's what yoga does for me. Mm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all the way in Greece. Ithaca, mm-hmm. Greece. Say it in the... Ithaki. What she said. <laughs> that's how they say it. So, and you essentially came... Now, this is a wellness retreat, but you essentially came solo. Yeah. Why is that and what have you learned or at least experienced in the first few days here? Um, in Ithaca, Greece. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't originally planned to go solo, but I mean, I just feel like, at least in the beginning of my childhood, I was so sheltered. Mm. Um, and then, so this was a way for me to grow up, I guess, mentally and culturally. Um, and experience things without someone by my side. Having or, to be by yeah, your side. Without having someone, someone to hold your yeah, hand. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that kind of cripples, cripples you sometimes, at least for me. So this has been an experience, an amazing experience. And you kind of learn, like, more about yourself. When you're, when you're by yourself, um, you don't have someone to fall back on. Um, you... You're more aware of other things, whereas when you're with traveling with someone, you're kind of in a bubble together almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been a cultural experience and a growing up experience for me because I grew up sheltered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's awesome. Did you ever have a doubt like when your your original roommate canceled? Did you have started like getting in your head like I shouldn't go or or were you like? I am going anyway. Oh, yeah. I was screwed. I was like, uh, I'm going. Greece is an amazing place. It's been on okay, my bucket cool. list. Cool, and, cool. you know, when am I, what else am I going to do this? You know, like, just go for it <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> so you knew, awesome. you said it, it wasn't initially planned. So at what point were you like, I'm going to go to Greece? I actually, I've always wanted to do 
a retreat, something, you know, that is a perfect blend of like vacation, but also like working out because working out is a part of my everyday life. Mm-hmm. And this retreat was the perfect opportunity in the perfect place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just gave me like the perfect reason to go. So I was just like, because Greece was on your bucket yeah, list anyway. Right? Yeah. That's so awesome. whether I had a companion or not, I wanted to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's here. She's been running around the <laughs> island, all type of stuff, eating random figs off trees. We've been doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> all the randomness. Things. And if y'all hear whatever in the background, cars and whatever, it's because we're in the town. This is the yep. town. Yeah. The main village. So we're in the main village. We went to the high village. Um, and the one thing I'll say, uh, we have like five minutes, but the one thing I'll say that that past how beautiful it is here is unbelievable. The pictures and the videos don't even do it justice. Like, that's cute, but it doesn't do justice. Mm-hmm. The sense of, I call it real life. This place is real life. Like, it's, it's simplistic. It doesn't seem complicated. People do their everyday thing. They're supportive. Irene over here being shy, but her whole family like runs the like every place you walk by is like, oh yeah, we that's our building and that's our house and that's our restaurant and not to just be on that, but like, and then can give you that history from eighteen hundred, you know, from four generations, and tell you well this was the house that my great 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 owned and and they preserved as it as it was yeah. That it, part gets me. He doesn't me. want to remodel it or change it. That's some old ass furniture. I was saying, my uncle D, he ain't here, but yeah, they yeah. Got. He loves but your family pretty much. I mean, we went to the ocean, to the beach yesterday, and there's an island in the background, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we own an island." <laughs> yep, that's how it was. Look, to her, it's nothing. Yep, we own islands. And my uncle didn't want to brag. He, what he was saying? No, he's was super like, humble. Yeah, he was trying to I'm say humble. the reason why this this island has so much wealth is because the men of the island, you know, back in the day, would leave the island and do um, shipping and do like um, farming, and then bring the money back to the island. So that's why this island is still like Thrive. thriving. Because it's old ass money from back in the shipping days and the farming days that it just built from there. So my great grandpa bought islands in order to put animals on it. It's not like he thought it was luxurious to own an island. It was mm. functional. He probably bought it for like ten dollars, you know, back then, That's and put so all his funny. sheep. Because I was like, I'm going to sell some eggs and some meat to the mainlanders by putting it on this land, and so then it. By the time my mom was born and raised, then that, that those islands had some wealth, but for a different reason. And that that right there is a whole other, maybe we'll do a part two convo, because I feel like it's so layered. And we're sitting here as three different nationalities, if mm-hmm. you will. So you're originally, Priscilla is? Um, half Chinese, half Vietnamese. And Irene is all the way? Um, I'm Greek, born in Africa. Did you wait? Say that one more time. I'm Greek American, but I was born in Africa. Okay, I just wanted y'all to hear her say that out loud. <laughs> but I'm white. Uh, <laughs> and I think white. Well, I'm kind of brown. I don't she think got I'm got a that little white. golden bronze thing going. I think we've been tanning. They've been, yeah. <laughs> I'm a young Acon black at this point. 
The sun is no joke. But I want to, we'll come back and we can talk about that if y'all want to. Yes. yes. So we'll do a part two because that part of it is so layered to me that even listening to you and your uncle or just looking around the island, I feel like it's great. And then, and on the other side, for me, it's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, because we don't can, have that. Yeah, and you can talk about that. You know what I mean? We don't have we don't have that to say. Oh, I went over here to do this to work to go back and give this to who to where, mm-hmm. and I'm li- I'm sitting in a place where oh that's how they did this, and you can see it like it's how powerful it is not in a Hitler way. Yeah, yeah. But powerful in the like this is life. This is legacy. Nothing's remodeled. Everything's mm-hmm. kept. Exactly the same. Yeah. All the houses have to look alike. Everyone knows everyone. You like go to the it's like, like yeah, hey. right here. yeah. It's like Cheers. It is Cheers on a Greek, on a Greek island. island. <laughs> <laughs> hey George. Hey Nico. You just have to say Nay. hi once, and they remember you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the food. We'll get to that. We'll be back. So y'all take a break. We're gonna go a break. Some water. <laughs> Z- what's the water? Nero. Nero. Ne. Ne. ne is my favorite. Ne, <laughs> yes, which do. means yes. And I do that all day. Ne, 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 <laughs> bruh. Anyways, so I'm going to holler at y'all. Uh, tell them where they can find you if you, do, if, you, if, you, if you want them to find you on social media. If you don't, don't. Oh, uh, Zilla914. Zilla914 on the gram. Irene Pack Yoga, P-A-K. Irene Pack Yoga on the gram. And this is me, your boy, Keanu Banks. Follow me on Instagram, Arsenal by Kenyatta. Make sure you check out my website, arsenalbykenyatta.com. We'll holler at y'all in a minute. Peace, love, and fire ants.